0: I'm a little bit late to talk about this, but we have some amazing news that's happened in the past week. That comes from 4chan, that comes from Slash Pole, the wonderful people who did such things like the Shia LaBeouf capture the flag event. and If you don't know what that is, I'll put a link to some videos in the description that explain it. It's a very, very hilarious uh, game of cat and mouse that was done by Slash Pole. And for our next fun event from the members of, of Slash Pole we have somebody who has found a break in the code. Someone has gone into the MPC Foundation and found a logical error. A game that the leftists can't win, and they believe so many contradictory ideas, this had to have happened at some point. But anyway, someone went around a town in Winchester, Massachusetts, and posted a sign that said, Islam is right about women. Fantastic. Because, if you like the sign... You're sexist. If you hate the sign, you're an Islamophobe. Now I personally have no opinion about the sign whatsoever. This is one of those games where the only way to win is to not play. That was a crucial mistake that the people on the news report I'm about to show you made, but I do happen to have opinions on people's opinions about the sign. But there's one major advocate who took offense against these signs that were posted in Winchester, Massachusetts named Anita Davidson. Let's see what she has to say. It was just upsetting. I just didn't like it. It just wasn't necessary to be up and out in the streets. When she saw these signs in Winchester Center, she ripped them down, took them to police, and alerted social media. This woman was so offended by the sign that she went to the police to report this guy of a crime, which means she thought in her head... That what might happen is that she would give the sign to the police, they would do a, a fingerprinting on it, run it through their database, and find the guy, and I guess imprison him for saying Islam is right about women, or posting a sign that says Islam is right about women. What country does she think she's living in? And it's not just her. Take a look at this clip. What country does this news channel think they're living in? I asked the cop if you caught me posting a sign like that on one of these poles, would you arrest me? The officer said it's complicated. Technically, it's illegal to post signs like that, any signs on street poles, but it's hard to enforce. And because of freedom of speech and because that post wasn't threatening, it'd be similar to posting a photo of your missing cat. You know, I've been very lucky in my life. I had parents who liked to travel, and I had grandparents who liked to travel. And we went to some really nice places. Like I've been to Japan. I've been to uh, a couple places in Europe like England and France and Germany. But I've also been to a lot of of places like uh, Mexico, Ecuador, the Bahamas, and the Philippines. I've been to the great countries. I've been to the, the countries that are not so great and not so free. And I think it behooves everybody to do that. Because when you go to a country that's a third world country, and you realize how little some of these people have, you will have extreme gratitude for the fact that you were lucky enough to be born in a first world country. Like some of these places are so poor, they have stores that are just full of empty shelves and might have like one piece of bread or one loaf of bread in the entire store to sell, whereas we've got giant places like Costco where we've got so much crap we're throwing it away. We're extremely lucky to live in first world countries. Now that doesn't mean that first world countries don't have their problems, but it's way better to be in a first world country than it is a third world country. There were many people when America started who traded their lives so that you might have the ability to speak and say things without being imprisoned when people don't like those things that you have to say. But I guess there's just some people in this country who can't stand that. Now, there's something that struck me a little bit weird about this person, like something I noticed in her voice. Let's see if you can hear it. Let me play a little clip that, that caught my ear. I tore the first one down, and then when I saw a second one, I decided to bring it to the police department here. It took me a couple times of viewing this clip to notice this, but I noticed that her accent is not American. To me, her accent sounds very Australian. And guess what happened when I looked up the laws on speech in Australia? They have hate speech laws. So if somebody doesn't like what you have to say in Australia, they can report you to the police, and you will have to go to court or a tribunal, to defend yourself for committing the horrible crime called hate speech. Well, if you live in a country with free speech, and if you like the idea of free speech, then there is no such thing as hate speech. And our friend, Anita Davidson, is a walking cliche. She not only went to the cops, but she went to social media, and she posted this comment. I'm all for free speech, but... I'm all for free speech, but when I didn't like somebody else's speech, I tore down their sign. Well, Anita Davidson, conversation starter, actions speak much louder than words. In fact, anytime I'm dealing with a person's character, I never ever listen to what they say. I always watch what they do. Because oftentimes, people will say one thing and then do something completely different. Though there are some verbal tricks you can use. Like anytime with women like this, Anytime they say, I'm blah, 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 but, or I like this and this and this, but, you can pretty much just assume the opposite of anything that comes before but. For example, somebody might say, no offense, but you suck. The but indicates I should ignore the original statement and just take the opposite of it. So when she says, I'm all for free speech, but... The word but is an indicator that I should flip around her original statement. And these are things I pay attention to all the time, because I'm always wondering, is this person who I'm interacting with a good person to be around, or a bad person to be around? And everything in life is like a chemistry equation. Things have to make sense. If you're going to make water, then you need a certain amount of hydrogen and a certain amount of oxygen. If you have things in the wrong ratio, or if you have the wrong chemicals, then water is not going to be made. And so there are certain reactants, there are certain products you can look at that lead to other assumptions. So if you have a person that doesn't like free speech, a person who is willing to take what you have to say to the police in an attempt to get you fined or incarcerated, what does that say about this person's personal life? So imagine you are this person's child or you are this person's friend. Anytime you bring up something that is controversial or anytime you bring up anything that's a criticism of her character and her behavior, she is going to get so pissed that she will shut you out and do something that is harmful to you. Imagine if you're her kid watching her on the news. You see her and you see that mom can get so offended by something that people have to say that she will try to send them to jail. What's she gonna do if I say something that she doesn't like? And let me just remind you, this behavior comes from the more caring, the more forgiving sex, the more respectable sex. If I don't like what you have to say, you should go to jail. And understand, by the very nature of what these types of people do, it always comes from the, the lowest quality people. Nobody who had any value would be offended by something like this or would try to send somebody to jail for something like this. Because if you're going to have any sort of value, it is absolutely essential that you are capable of of taking criticisms there is not one person that's perfect and everybody has faults and so if you have a fault and your response when someone points out that fault is to yell and scream and deny what they have to say then that fault doesn't get fixed and you don't become a better person but if you have a fault someone criticizes you someone brings up a pretty good argument for this fault and, and why it should be fixed and you say okay i'll consider that or you 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 converse with them properly then you've got a pretty high likelihood that your faults will actually get fixed. But the people who do this are people who don't want to fix anything. They're people that want to make everything worse, which is why when they sit here in virtue signal and say, we should have these things this way because I know what's right. Well, how do you even know what's right when you can't even take a small criticism without flipping out? You are basically saying by your inability to take criticism that you are the worst person to make any sort of decision. And case in point, in this next clip, she doesn't even know why the sign is offensive, and she tore it down. She doesn't even know what the point of the sign was, or what the person was trying to communicate when she took the sign down, but she still did it. It's unclear who they target, women or Islam. It's either about women, it's either about Islam, it's about both. I'm not really sure what point they were trying to make, but either way, it was just, it was terrible. Now getting back to climate change for a second, because I talked about Greta Thunberg a few days ago, this person from this video who likes free speech, but is the same type of person who would say that the left is the party of science when it comes to climate change. And if you have any sort of criticism of what the left has to say about climate change, then you are anti-science, completely forgetting that the whole principle of science is criticism. The reason the scientific method works is because it is a heavy critique on any idea that might be created. And the whole point of the scientific method is to burn ideas and break them down and see if they still survive. If the idea falters on the first step, then it's a shitty idea. If an idea stands up and stands up and not only stands, stands up to your own test of the person who likes the idea, but it stands up to every test of everybody who hates the idea, then it's a pretty good idea. If, you, if your idea gets criticized once and falls apart, well, maybe it's not a very good idea. The ironic thing is that in this whole news clip, they interviewed many women. Many women who played the game and decided to be Islamophobes. The only one of those women who was pro-free speech was a Muslim woman. I really don't know because everybody has their own opinion and I respect it. Mm-hmm. Everybody's entitled to say whatever they want. And to be honest... After seeing all the news clips and after reading all the stories, I don't know if Islam is right about women. But what I do know is that this Islamic woman is right. But that's enough for this video. If you liked it, hit the like button, subscribe if you're new, comment and share. If you would like to support the channel, then you can donate to me either through PayPal or Subscribestar. Both those links are in the description. Donations are super helpful in helping me buy new equipment, buy new programs, learn new skills, and it gives me more free time to work on these videos so I can produce higher quality content for you to enjoy. So if you want to support that, again, PayPal and Subscribestar in the description. Last thing, if you haven't checked out my Bitchu channel, then the link for that is in the description. We have no idea what's going to happen to YouTube in the upcoming year. So it's best to play a little safe and have a backup plan. So go ahead, make an account on BidShoot, subscribe to the channel. Even if you don't intend to watch any of the videos, if this channel happens to disappear, I will still make content for BidShoot. Whether YouTube wants us here or not, I will still be doing this. Other than that, thanks for watching, and I'll see you in the next video. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind.